Hello, and welcome to Be an Instructional Design Rockstar with Blair Stamper. We're in season two of this podcast, and we're going to do things a little bit differently. And as many of you know, I'm currently working on my dissertation with Arizona State University. So this season is actually going to be part of my research design. And what that means is this podcast is going to be used more so as a reflective piece from beginning to end of an entire design and development process. So each podcast will be a week-long amount of reflections, and I'm really excited to share this with you. Let's get started. March 11th, 2022. We have just completed week nine of 16 of the design and development process. By now, most of my courses, three out of five, are now in the development phase of the process. This means that they have completed their active learning course planning map and developed all of their pieces of the course, and I'm actively building their course in Canvas using our online course template. This also means that we, the faculty and myself, are having less conversations regarding the details of the content, instructional materials, and assessments, and more about the structure and the format of the course. During this time, I usually move our meetings to every other week since I'm building the course and the faculty member is providing feedback as we go. For the courses that are still in the design phase, we are working to problem solve how best to move certain group projects and those aha moments in the classroom into the online space. With courses like these, I've noticed that the curriculum is often based on this do an activity, small group discussion, big group realization do an activity, small group discussion, big group realization. When we move this into the online modality, we have to take a step back and think about how students can have these realizations and aha moments on their own. I often suggest doing this with reflection. This allows for more time for the students to engage with the instructional materials, reflect, and write what they are thinking. Those aha moments may come slower and they may not come all at the same time, but students still have them. This can often be hard for some teachers who are used to seeing those light bulb moments when a student finally understands something. More of my colleagues are beginning to adopt and discuss the ICAP framework in meetings across our whole department, which is once again something I did not see happening when I chose this theory for my dissertation. Over the past month, I've also had the opportunity to build an asynchronous one-week facilitated training for faculty all over the university centered on ICAP framework. Participants will be able to learn more about the framework and actually create a lesson that uses a variety of the different levels of engagement in the hopes of giving participants specific examples and how-tos of making their course more active. Reflection Recap What was my greatest success this week? I'm super excited to have two courses actually finish their active learning course planning map and move them into development. What was my greatest challenge this week? It was spring break at our institution, and so while this means less meetings, it can also be stressful because it feels like we get far behind in the course development process. On the positive side, I was able to really work on some other projects that didn't deal with the course development process. How did using the active learning course planning map impact the course design and development process this week? 
I was able to have a conversation with faculty regarding that there were no interactive levels of engagement in their course. This was made more obvious by the categorization created from the ICAP framework. How did using the active learning course planning map differ this week from previous iterations of the course design and development cohorts without the tool? During design of a course, the instructor was able to write out in detail what a specific in-class activity was and how it worked with students. Without the active learning course planning map, this would not have been brought forth until a meeting occurred. So I was able to leave comments and sit and think about this and present how best to move uh, this activity to the online modality prior to our meeting. Thank you for joining Be an Instructional Design Rockstar with Blair Stamper. I really hope this episode has helped you get into the mind of an instructional designer as I go through an entire design and development process. See you next time.